Luke, uh, first chapter, verse 26 to verse 38. I have the new, to, uh, today's New International uh, Version, so it may read a little a bit different, but praise God for his word. The word of God said, in the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a town in Galilee, to a virgin pledged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of David. The virgin's name was Mary. The angel went to her and said, Greetings, you who are highly favored, the Lord is with you. Mary was greatly troubled at his words and wondered what kind of greeting this might be. But the angel said to her, do not be afraid, Mary. You have found favor with God. You will conceive and give birth to a son, and you are to call him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the son of the most high. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father, David, and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever. His kingdom will never end. How will this be? Mary asked the angel, since I am a virgin, the angel answered, the Holy Spirit will come on you and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. Even Elizabeth, your relative, is going to have a child in her old age. She was said to be unable to conceive is in her sixth month. For no word from God will ever fail. I am the Lord's servant, Mary answered. May it be to me according to your word. Then the angel left her. Amen. You may be seated, those who stand. And uh, I'm going to deal with the annunciation and focus on this topic, if you will, how to be pregnant with power. What does it mean to be pregnant? Uh, the definition I'm looking at is to be filled, to be full of promise, abounding with power. And we find here uh, the angel coming to see Mary, to let her know that she's about to be filled. <laughs> in her womb, but yet in her womb, she's going to be carrying a child. But I like how the angel said, it's not just a child, uh, but this boy you will name Jesus is going to be known as the son of God. They will, he is the son of the most high and the Lord God, let him know the supreme one, the one that one that's over all things will give him the throne of who? David. And he will rule over the house of Jacob forever. And his rule 
will never end. That's a lot of power in that womb. <laughs> you see here, but yet I, I, I put before, how can I be pregnant with power? Well, when you're living a life that's pleasing to God, you open yourself up to be pregnant with power. Uh, looking at Mary, she was living a life that pleased God. I, how, how do we know this? It's in the text. When the angel greets her, he doesn't say you need to get your life in order. When the angel greets, it doesn't say you need to turn around, you're going the wrong way. <laughs> no, when the angel comes, when you, you can look in different translations, it says hail or rejoice or greetings, huh? mighty woman. You have found favor with God. Uh, it's a salutation of excitement. The angel's excited, y'all. The angel is excited because he's telling about the, a change is about to come. What kind of change? Look, ain't the angel's telling you that, Mary, that look, you're about to give birth to the Messiah. The angel's excited. But yet you see Mary is kind of troubled from this greeting. She is wondering what kind of greeting is this. And I'm glad that God knows all about our troubles and our situations. So he always finds ways to reassure us when we have doubts, when we may feel inadequate or we don't sure about what's going on. So I'm glad that you look at verse 30. The angel says again, what? Fear not. You have found favor with God. Let it know. I told you the first time, I'm going to back it up again and let you know. Fear not. Now, Mary is aware of the power of God. And she knows how, what it means to say God is with you. First, he says, you have found favor with God and what? God is with you. But she was troubled. He reassured her again and said, look, fear not. For you have found favor with God. See, when you're lead, leaving a life that pleases God, you find favor with God. Think about it. How is it that God will have favor with her? It wasn't because of her disobedience, but because of her obedience. Uh, how, how do we know she was obedient? Well, I believe it said the angel went to uh, the city of Nazareth in Galilee to a virgin. A virgin, y'all. She is betrothed to be married, but yet she's a virgin. Showing her purity, showing her chastity, showing her obedience to God. Living a life not to please herself, but a life that is pleasing to God. You see the difference in that? See, when I live a life that's pleasing to God, it may not always be pleasing to me. I might not hit somebody. Uh, my mama tells me to clean up my room. It's pleasing to her, but it's not pleasing to me. I, I, I found it very comfortable having a messy bed. Matter of fact, I didn't move the clothes off my bed. I would sleep on top of my dirty clothes on my bed. And guess what? I slept real good. My mama had to come and smack me just to wake me up. Not even, not even my daddy because I was good in my mess. But yet when I obeyed my mother and I had a clean, well, clean room, I found favor with my mother. I got to go outside when I wanted to go outside. I got to play video games when I wanted to play video games. I got to go to my friend's house when I wanted to go to my friend's house because I found favor with my mother by leaving a life that's pleasing to her. 
But if I had it my way, I, I would live in a messy house and have no favor. And I'd be blaming my mom. So-and-so down the street, let this up, but you don't live there. And I was like, yeah, so I would. I, I wish I would. We think it's better somewhere else. Because we want what we want, and we think of how can I achieve what I want. But yet we find Mary living a life that's pleasing to God. Living a life so pleasing she does not need to be scared. She is living a life that she's about to be blessed and she's found with favor. And you see the fulfillment of this favor happening right inside of her. The angel speaking to her, letting her know that she's about to have a child and not just a child. But yet he, I, I like this here. God is specific mm, when he's leading you in your life that he will give you instructions and directions for you to follow. And I like this, that they're not open for confusion. The angel here was specific. It says, you will have a child. Okay, I'm going to have a child. It's going to be a boy. Oh, I know the sex. You're going to name him Jesus. Oh, I got a name already. Yeah. And I, here's his profession. He's going to be a ruler. Oh, my God. My baby's going. We have plans for our kids before they can even learn how to read. But yet God's letting you know, I already have a plan for this child, and it will be fulfilled. It shows us our, limit, our limited, but God's power. We try to make our children to be doctors and lawyers. We try to force them to go to so many schools or be involved in so many things. But yet God said, when I have put a plan in your life, I will show you how to complete it. And Jesus came with a purpose. If Jesus came with a purpose, you didn't come in with no purpose either. Huh. You two that can come from your mother's womb, you were born with a purpose. But are you following God's instructions? Because here is what God breaks down to her. That Jesus, baby Jesus, will be great. Ha. Will be eminent. Uh, will be awesome. I'm glad that Jesus is great. Ha, ha. It said he will be called son of the most high. The most high here is not just a, a term to anybody, but here is referring to God. So it's not a question that, yeah, he's just going to be a, a great person, son of somebody great. But no, he's son of the one and only God, the most high, higher than anybody else, the most high. And? Since he's the son of the most high, he will be given the throne of David. Now, here, she understood what was coming now. I said, wow, I'm going to have a son of the most high, and the Lord God will give him the throne of David. Here, she understands now that this is the one. This is the chosen one. This is the Messiah. How, how does she know this? Well, God told David that you're throne will rule forever. That's the king will come from your line and it will have no end. And so Mary realized that, oh, uh, my son is that one. The one the prophets talk about. The one the world is waiting for. You have found favor with me and I'm going to be blessed with this? Wow. You see, when you follow God's instructions, it opens you up to be blessed beyond your understanding. It opens you up to be blessed with things that amaze everybody because they're like, how can you do this? And all you have to do is look them straight in the eye and say, it wasn't me. All right, all right. 
Because God has all power and he can do it. But yet we lose out on that power when we're not following his instructions, but we're going on our own plan. Because if Mary was not being obedient, she would not have been chosen. But because of her obedience, we don't have to go there. We know. <laughs> because of her obedience, she has been selected. She has found favor with God. She has been chosen to carry the Messiah. And so out of living out in obedience, when you live out of obedience, you cannot live a life that pleases to God without having faith in God. So she was living out of obedience because she fully believed in God for who he is. And you can see this in the action here as the angel shows up on the scene. You get the setting in the place in the city uh, in, uh, in Galilee named Nazareth. And you see the people involved, the angel Gabriel, God's messenger, talking to Mary. Mary was startled by the greeting of uh, rejoice. You, you, God is with you. What favor? Uh-oh, what you talking about? I'm going to reassure you again. Rejoice. <laughs> you found favor with God. Let me tell you why I'm here. You're about to have a child. This child is not any child, but the child will be a boy. His name will be Jesus. He's the son of the most high. God will give him the throne of David. He will rule over the house of Jacob and his kingdom will have no win. And now Mary is, I believe you. I follow your instructions. I understand what's going to happen, but I got a question. Now this question is not dealing with doubt. She just wants to know how was it going to be done? And you see here the angel says, hey, <laughs> let me tell you what's going to happen. Let's see what happens here. Look at verse 35 and 36. The angel answered, the Holy Spirit will come on you. And the power, somebody say power, power. of the Most High will overshadow you. I, I'm just going to stick a pen right there. Living in faith. Because I'm following God's instructions, trusting him to do what he's going to do, opens me up to be filled with the power of the Holy Ghost. Ha. Where does that power come from? I believe Jesus said that I will go to my Father and send you the Comforter, the Paraclete, the Advocate. The Holy Ghost. And, and the Holy Ghost, ha, will give you power. Now you see here, Mary is experiencing the power of the Holy Ghost. Then it says that the power of the Most High will overshadow her. Now, I was looking at this and I was like, what does it mean for the Most High to overshadow? Then as I did some further study and research, I went back and it talked about how the presence of God will come unto the tabernacle. And it was like an overshadowing. It's a sign of his glory, a sign of his presence. It was showing the people, the children of Israel, that God is in this. God is involved in this. This is God. It talks about how, too, when Moses went up on the mountain, how God's presence overshadowed it. It's a sign of God's presence. So this is showing Mary here that this is not just only child. I said it, and look at how it's going to be done. It's through the Holy Spirit, through the power of God, and that's why your son will be holy. Holy is the Lamb of God. 
You see here, God is letting Mary know how it's all going to fold out. But yet, Mary does not question God. Is it possible? She just wants to know how. <laughs> Sometimes we need to stop asking God, is it possible? But just ask God how. Mary was ready and willing to be obedient to God. Uh, look here. God's not done explaining it to her through the angel Gabriel. He, he says, look here, that you, the power of God will what? overshadow you and and the and the child will be holy but yet look here look at verse 36 <laughs> the angel says look here you just just to let you know even more so how powerful and how awesome god is uh, your relative elizabeth your uh, is going to have a child in her old age and she was unable to conceive but guess what mary She's in her sixth month. Is there anything impossible for God? Mary is sitting back and realizing, wow, God, you are awesome. Mm, you are powerful. And this is where we can see how we can be like Mary and become pregnant with power. What did Mary say after all of that? She just goes and says, Lord, I'm your servant. <laughs> do as you said you're going to do. We need to let God be God and let him do what he said he's going to do. When I look at this, you see here, uh, Mary says that let it be as your, uh, according to your word. And when you go before that, uh, you can look in the trans uh, different translations. It says here that, that God's word will not fail. And other translations say that it's anything impossible for God. But yet, what is pointing out here is that the word that they're talking about is not a specific paragraph or subject matter, but the specific thing that they were talking about. And the specific thing that they were talking about, that angel Gabriel and Mary was, you as a virgin will give birth to a son. And Mary realized that God, I will let you do what you say you're going to do. What does that mean? Look here. She was betrothed to be married. Did she say, I'm going to talk to my husband? Some of us nowadays, we, we, when we get married, we just plan how we're going to have our children. So we say, well, I'm going to have my child at this stage of my life. I'm not ready as soon as I get married to have kids. But yet here, Mary says, Lord, this is your way. Have your way. She was not concerned about her plan, her agenda no more. But she said, Lord, what you say, let it be done. That's how you experience the power of God. When you are willing to trust him, when you're willing to depend on him more than what the eyes can see or the mind can understand. Do you see the power that was taking place here? What kind of power? Power to make a dead womb alive. Power to make a virgin pregnant. Power to change whatever circumstances you're going through can be changed through the power of God. How can I have this power? I'm glad you asked me because all I did to come by this morning to let you know that there is a man that came to this earth 
but wasn't just a man. I believe we just found out that this man we call Jesus is the son of the most high that God has given him the throne of David that he will rule for how long forever his kingdom will have no end and I'm glad that Jesus came so that he can walk this earth teach us all about the father because he got so good at teaching he told his disciples ha you seen me guess what You've seen the Father. And guess what? Because you have seen me, because you believe in me, because you know me and I know the Father, I will go to prepare a place for you. Now, you see here, God is, is sent Jesus to prepare a place for us, but yet Jesus had to do some pre preparations first. What was the preparation? He had to make room on a hill named Calvary. He got up on the cross. And before he got there to the cross, he told the disciples that I got to go. You want me to be here, but I have to go. But I will not leave you alone. Tell somebody you're not alone. Because I will send the Holy Ghost that will come from on high. But this won't come until I go to my Father. So I got to go this journey that I'm going. But catch this, I won't leave you empty. Mm. When I go to my Father, it's going to open you up to be filled mm, with the Holy Ghost. Huh? To be pregnant mm, with power. What kind of power? Power to change your mind. Mm. Power to change your relationships. Power to change a sinner into a saint. I'm telling you that he's going to give that power. What kind of power? Well, Jesus says, my, my father has given me all authority, all power. And do you not know that same power that was in Christ, that Rosa is in you? Oh, I wish I had a witness here this morning. I just want to read some verses here for you. Matthew 8, 28, 18 says, and Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, all power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. And Romans 8, 11 says, and and if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead is living where? In you. Ha. He who raised Christ from the dead will also give to your mortal bodies through his spirit who lives in you. That's power, y'all. That's power, y'all. Mark 13, 26 says, And then shall they see the Son of Man coming in the clouds with great power and glory. I see every time I talk about Jesus, it makes me think how powerful he is. Powerful to change my life. Powerful to change my relationships. Power to change my wicked mind into righteousness. Power to give me purpose in my life. You see here, we find Mary having no purpose without God. But because of God, she has an awesome purpose. How great is her purpose? I think we're still talking about her right now. When you allow God to use it, you will impact other people's lives in such a way that they have to talk about it. Because they remember how you touch their life. Power through Jesus. We can have. How can I be pregnant with power? Look at Romans 8, 11. It says again that if he is in you, mm, 
You do have that power. And I'm glad that we can have that power. That power we'll see one day. He's going to come in the twinkling of an eye. The angels will sound a trumpet. He'll be coming on a cloud. And he said he's coming with all power and glory. Because when he was on that cross, he was weak and frail. They whipped him. They handed in his hands with nails. They put him in a rich man's tomb. And he got up early that Sunday morning with all power in his hands. Uh, he went down thinking they, they thought that he had no power, but he got up with all power. And then he said, I'm coming in all power to give you power. What kind of power can I have? Just call on my name and, and be according to my father's will and you'll see power in your life. I want you to know that you too can live a life out of obedience, full of faith in God with power. But are you willing to do so? Are you willing to experience the power of God in your life? Are you willing to experience how God can change so much in your life, all out of obedience? Mary opened up her life to God. She didn't ask anybody else, well, God said to do this. What do you think, Joseph? No, she said, Lord, as you say, do. I want you to open up your word and say, Lord, this is your word. And, and what your word say, I will do. Huh. You, God, you got the first and the last say so. Uh, I, I don't want to no longer be living in confusion but God I just want to know how to do it well God said just open up your word and I'm showing you how Jesus said if you love me obey my commands does anybody here love my Lord does anybody here love my Savior since we love Jesus let us go and obey his commands and walk in the power of the Holy Ghost Loving one another, submitting one another, not being filled with, being drunk with wine, but being filled of the Holy Ghost. So when we love our Jesus, we love one another. We're patient with one another. We're obedient to God. And look at this. Look at this. Mary was not doing this to benefit herself, but she benefited the whole world. I want you to understand that God did not make you to be selfish, for you to be self-righteous, but for you to be used as a tool to bless somebody else so you can in turn bless the world so let us be obedient to Jesus said Lord I will obey your commands and I just want to close this one command Jesus says love your enemies I'm done you love everybody else but do you love your enemies mm. I, I, oh, thank you, Holy Ghost. Ha ha I challenge you right now to go buy a Christmas gift for your enemy I'm going to have to do it now. I just got to challenge myself for your enemy. Don't let them know that you're an enemy. Just give them a gift. And love them. And love them. And don't get them that $5 cheap gift you get. Get them a nice gift. A gift you think they could really, you know, you probably, that's probably why you don't like them. Because they got stuff you want. But go ahead and bless them anyway. So I, I, I'm not living for me no more, but I'm living for my Jesus. <laughs> my Jesus tell me to love my enemies. You talk about me. You put me down. I, I may be envious of you, but that's all wrong. I, I'm not living for me no more. So what I have is not mine, but what I have is yours. So God, see, I have all power when I release myself. Paul said, when I am weak, then I am strong. Anybody here want to be weak today? 
So you can be made strong in the power of God. That power, that power. I just got excited, y'all. So call on the power of God and see how your life can be changed. A poor virgin young lady became rich beyond understanding. I think of how poor I am. But through Jesus, I've been made rich. You could take all that I have, but you can't take my Jesus. You can take away my job, but you can't take away my joy because my joy is Jesus. You can talk about me all you want. But Jesus talking to, about me to his father, say, that's my child. He calls me. So therefore, he's an heir to the kingdom of God. Can you make it personal? Think about it. This season is not the season just for giving. We are celebrating Christmas because of Christ. Who is he to you? Is he the son of the most high? Is he of the throne of David, his father? Is he of the house, the ruler of the house of Jacob? Is he ruling your kingdom forever? Because if you do not know him that way, it's a simple way of doing so. The Bible says if you confess with your mouth, and believe in your heart that Jesus is Lord and, God, and died on the cross and God raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. And Jesus said this, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whomsoever believe in him shall not perish but have an everlasting life. Every head bowed, every eyes closed. Right now, if you do not know Jesus and a pardon of your sins, if you do not know Jesus, as your Lord and Savior. Right now, we want to lead you in this prayer. Don't be ashamed. Don't look around. doesn't matter about them because it's all about you right now. You and God. He desires for you to have a place with him for eternity. But the only way for that is for you to place your faith in Jesus. So if that is you, today is the greatest day to make that decision. If that is you, I want to lead you in this prayer. God knows your heart. Saying, dear Lord Jesus, that's right, dear Lord Jesus, I believe you died on the cross for my sin and that you rose again from the grave on the third day. And thank you for forgiving me for all the wrong things that I have done. And today I've decided to change and live a life that's pleasing to you, Jesus. Jesus, please come into my heart and be my personal Lord and Savior.